Welcome to Not For Dummies, how to podcast your audience, with Doug and Sancho. I'm, I'm, I'm Doug Duggleton. And I'm Sancho Smilex. And um, today we're going to be talking about, as Sancho indicated, um, we're going to be talking about how to podcast to your audience. Now first, we have to define what an audience is. Would you like to do that, Sancho? Yes, I would. This is actually more complicated than you would think. The audiences break down to... Let's see, what's a good way to describe this? Audiences break down to three kind of debated terms. We have the intended audience, we have an actual audience, and then we have the mythical ideal audience. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a good point that Sancho brings up. Ideal audience is not really what rhetoric focuses on in the terms of, of writing an argument. We really try to focus on intended audience. But an ideal audience always comes to mind. And so your ideal audience would likely involve their receptivity to your argument, their willingness to change or adapt, and also their ability to change the problem that you're presenting them with. Intended audiences um, often are the, are, the, are the driving force for, for our argument, but at times it can, be, um, it can be a bit narrow in defining the intended audience and not considering the actual and ideal audience. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, Would you agree, way, Sancho? Uh, yeah, pretty much, because it's it's so textbook. I think that the, I think that the ideal audience is is course is of course ideal naturally, and and we can't take that into account as scholars. But I, I don't think anybody can actually write anything unless they have an ideal audience. They've, you've get, really got to have this false sense of hope when you write that you're going to reach some uh, some. Uh, you know, get uh, convince somebody to change their mind, or to, or that somebody's going to be interested enough to read what you write, anything like that. Anyway, so the ideal has got to got to exist in order for you to make a dent in your actual intended audience, perhaps. No, no, I, I would agree. Um, I would agree with that, Sancho. I think that's well put. Um, I think also, you know, in this in this day and age, our our audiences are so um, can be so quickly polarized. Um, that is very true, especially on, very on social true. media and, and yeah, conversations online. And this um, this brings up an idea that you know we debated earlier. Yeah, go ahead, uh, the uh, in the case of, of what an audience actually is, we have this situation online, particularly if you're uh, you know if you find yourself in a debate on Facebook under a, a news uh, story. You know how this goes. Um, that audience, for some people, isn't really an audience because they're not there changing their mind. They're not there receptive to what you're saying. They're not open to argument and stuff like that. They're, they are 100% looking at you with torches, um, wanting to chase you out of town. Mm. So it's, it's a total mob mentality. So mm, Pitchforks. Maybe that is a kind of audience, but I don't know that it fits our descriptors. It could be like the... the, the, the um, disingenuated audience I don't know mm, mm. who knows that's interesting that's fascinating um, yeah and as as we consider the the four steps of, of stasis theory um, defining Ooh, stasis it just just stasis in general defining um, the uh, where it fits where it fits theory. yeah um, uh, you it's really with with all of it because when you, you have to know your audience, yeah, you just you, you have you to know their, their limitations and their you, you, constraints. You cannot when you when you when you start with a conjecture, um, you already have in mind exactly the the people that are going to hear the conjecture, right? And so when you move on to step two and you start defining um, 
you still yet have in mind the people who are going to accept your definition, the people who are going to reject your definition, the people who are going to possibly accept it but want to revise it, yada, yada, yada. And, of course, when you move on to quality, then the disagreements begin to be paramount. You know, people have disagreements of quality um, all the time. Correct. And uh, policy, of course. It, it seems like the further you go up the stasis ladder, Correct. the more the audience factors in as a uh, potential area and I, of disagreement. And I'm, so, I'm so glad you said that, Sancho. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. With the stasis case, it seems like we can sometimes find ourselves talking to an audience already considering policy. And if, if you don't agree on policy, then there's no advancement down the stairs. So you really have to think, like a carpenter who builds stairs, you have to think a step ahead. Um, exactly. Your conjecture in terms of the problem or the things that you're saying exist. And, and I'd like do to... Do those things exist to your audience? I want to bring... Before we even go any further, I want to bring this back around to our title. Because Please I, do, I feel like our listeners may be wondering, well, well, when are you going to talk about podcasting to an audience? So, may, so maybe this is the point. When you take that into context and, you're, and you have a potential listening base, you know, more than likely the people listening to your podcast are going to be people who are already interested in your topic. You're not going to get a lot of this mob mentality. You're going to get, you're going to get a pretty good intended audience. So it, it may actually work better in some ways than writing. Right? Mm. Podcasting, you know at least you're going to get people that may want to hear what you have to say. So mm. you may have an easier time taking your audience into, into account. Mm. I, I think that's true, Sancho. I'm glad you said that. I think listening to a podcast can perhaps be more of a passive experience for listeners who may just um, be looking for white noise or to, to yeah, play yeah. something that, that fascinates them on a certain topic. On the drive to work or the or, drive. Yeah, or making dinner or something like that. It can yeah. be much more passive than, than picking up the New York Times or, yeah. or whatever it may be and right. actively reading uh, a subject. Um, but I do want to talk about um, conjecture in terms of the existing problem, the things that are existing that you want to present to your audience. The right. definition, how you define things, is directly coordinated to right. your audience's limitations and understanding of the concept. So right. if you're writing for an academic paper, you assume a certain level of understanding about right. complex ideas and theories. Exactly. Quality, when you talk exactly. about is something bad or good or right or wrong, yeah. synonyms, when you talk about these kind of things, Will your audience see it as good or bad? Because if they don't, then they're immediately going to check out. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's one hundred percent true. And if they, uh, and then we're left with if, policy. Yeah, if if these, you know, as we know, these 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 uh, the the steps on the stasis uh, stairway don't always happen in order the way you'd want them no, to. No, they do but not. The, uh, no, they do not. But I I think that if you took each audience. Uh, as a separate entity and you broke it down and you looked where the arguments go you would find that uh, I think you would find that you can in some ways rearrange the way the argument went and see how as you might have gone up the ladder uh, mm. where the, the where mm. the conjecture falls apart depending on who you're speaking to and who you're mm. not speaking to mm. so when you're when you're developing these ideas and and doing this research the audience is at the very core of what you're doing because audience, at the very core. The audience yes. is involved in every single, and excuse the pun, but step of the way. Why would you do anything if Which, there wasn't someone to listen to it right? or, to, or to read it? I mean, there's, there's, I hate to be a nihilist here, but there'd be no point. Right. right? There's no, just, I, there I agree. No we, are not, we are not shouters into the dark cave. Exactly. Or the abyss, as Nietzsche would, would, would exactly. call it. Exactly. This is a podcast of hope. This is. Indeed. Well, as you can hear by our lovely soft violin music... 
this wraps up another episode of Not for Dummies with Doug and Sancho. I'm, we du- hope- I'm, I'm Doug Duggleton. Yes, and I am Sancho Smilex signing off. We'll be back next week for Purpose. <laughs>